It's all golden to me. It's my dream to have a golden beard. Younger <laughs> <laughs> but looks older. I'll even try a squat. Here we go. The, uh, the uh, six of clubs. The golden. Welcome to another episode of the Talk Golden to Me video podcast show. Your host, Evan Golden, a.k.a. Golden TV, here in the studios, as always, at the Berman Law Group. I got a lot going on here because we're doing double podcast shows today. Special, special episode. And with me in the studio is my friend Jen Sturger, the original cowgirl, funny girl. I don't know what title to even give you. I'm so sorry. I, like, practically moved in here. I walked in and just brought an entire radio station with me. I don't mind at all. She is. uh, We're going to talk about your radio show, so I don't mind at all. I love adding more equipment. You know, I'm a kind of a tech geek, so I love all this stuff. Oh, and yeah. Seeing if you're a tech doing. geek, why do we have these gold mics? Listen, sometimes you have to pick functionality over appearance. And that I is went with such a chick thing. I know. I, I'm, it's the metrosexual in me, though. <laughs> it's the metrosexual in me, though. Oh, I can always count on you for that. Bright, bright pink blazers, uh, bright gold microphones. It's very on brand. You know what? I don't know where it came from, but. Um, I think I don't know where I get the I don't know where I came from. It's, it's it's not good. It's not good. Jen Sturger in the studio today. I want to talk about she's back in sports now. She's, yeah. You know, some people I, I don't even want to call you the cowgirl anymore. That's like I don't even want to yeah, date I know. us. So old. Well, it's but, so funny because you mentioned it. You mentioned it to a guy that, that works in the building. You're like, I got this. I got one of the most famous Florida State alumni. I'm like, that's only because Burt Reynolds died. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, that's such a long time ago to me at this point. That was 2005. I'm ancient now. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. So you obviously you loved sports. I mean, look, that you were there because you're going to the games and you love, you love sports. You've always had a passion for sports. So I know you, I don't know how you're doing all this thing because I spoke to your agent. I speak to your publicist. Like, make sure we talk to her about her radio show. We got to talk about, um, you know, her wrestling, her stand up, her specials. Uh, are you, is there multiplicity? Are you cloning yourself? Like, how are you doing all this I'm stuff? I'm barely right sleeping. Now? Well, I mean, I, as I figured out while I'm sitting in here, I'm actually in the inception of this radio show because I'm watching myself here, myself there it's uh yeah that's i've I've definitely cloned myself like multiplicity style like one of my personalities likes pizza the others are gluten-free uh but yeah i'm it, it requires a lot of energy and a lot of extra sleep that's for sure and listen, I think it's your true passion. So when you're when you're dealing with something that you're passionate about, it's not work to you. It's right? a little easier to get out of bed when it's something you enjoy, for sure. I, I totally, totally agree with that. I want to talk to you really quick because I've had a couple comedians on our show, and the biggest frustration and the conversations we keep having is that the cancel culture. How, how do you do comedy? Yeah. How do you do comedy in 2019, 20, 2020 where we're at? It's, it's impossible. It's gotten so much harder, honestly. And I think it's uh, it's I've found that it's easier for me to do it on the East Coast than it is the West Coast uh, because the crowds just get my sense of humor a little bit better. And I think they're a little more. I don't know. They're a little more laid back. They're a little more uptight. They're a little more uh, in your face, but like uptight in a good way, like. I go to New York and guys are screaming at me on the subway to get the fuck out of their way. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm home. Like, I don't get offended by them being honest with me and straight to the point into my, you know, into my face. Whereas in L.A., it's like, oh, my God, we love you so much. And then you don't hear from those people ever again. So I just uh, there's something about the East Coast vibe that I just I get and it gets me. And um, everyone always assumes that I'm from the Northeast when I'm really I'm a Florida girl. You know, I'm from Tampa originally. I was born in Miami. But um everybody picks up 
they're like, oh, you lived in New York. And I was like, why? And they're like, you just, you have the attitude. I'm like, oh, no, that was there before in New York. It just brought it out. It made me feel like it was okay to be 100% me, you know? Is it hard to, I, I don't want to say anything offensive here or say the wrong words. You're a very attractive woman. You've been in all these, you know, the men's magazines, the FHMs, the Maxims. Do you right off the bat, can can people not correlate being funny and attractive? I feel like right away they're like she's attractive and beautiful. I hate she can't using be funny. it. I hate using it as an excuse, but sometimes it is. You know, it's uh, it's not an excuse. It's definitely an obstacle. How about that? Like I don't use it as an excuse when I have a bad set. When I have a bad set, it's like, well, maybe I wasn't connecting with the crowd. Maybe I didn't say my jokes the right way. Maybe I was just having an off night. Maybe the audience wasn't in the mood. Sometimes like a weeknight audience, like. In certain crowds or, or like even rooms, like the way the rooms are laid out, if they're too spread out, laughter's hard to um, like it's it's much easier to play to like a narrow room and a tight room versus like people that are spread out in a wide space, you know, so it just depends. Um, but I feel like saying pretty women can't make it in comedy or they have a harder road in comedy, it really downplays what people like Eliza Schlesinger and people like her have been able to do because she's gorgeous. And she's one of, if not one of the hottest, if not the hottest comedian out there, both personality wise, uh, act wise, and just looks wise. She's gorgeous. You know what I mean? So, and she's found a way to make her brand appealing to everyone. So I think using the she's pretty line, I feel like it's just a cop out. I agree. Absolutely. Tell me about the radio show. I'm excited to hear about this. So, Thanks. wait, you spend a lot of time, obviously, with your man. So, you needed some more time with him. You guys wanted no, to start a radio actually, show together? No, we weren't spending any time together because really? he was away in the, he was away during the season because he was playing Major League Baseball. And so, when he was playing baseball, it was so hard to be around. Like, we were never around each other because our schedules were so crazy. So, he finally decided to retire um, in July and we got this radio gig together. And now we get to work together every single day. And it's it's different. It's finding a balance between married life and radio life and what's on limits and off limits for air. Uh, but I feel like we've we've really struck a really good balance. And it's fun going to work every day with your best friend. That's fun. So it's called Swings and Misses. Yes. I and, love a good And you pun. guys <laughs> and you involve a M-R-S. comedian. MRS. Yeah. Our friend Eddie Pence is on it with us. Uh, he's a brilliant comedian. He was one of my first friends when I got out to Los Angeles and really kind of showed me the ropes of stand-up. So uh, it just seemed natural. Like I always like to, when I get involved in a project, involve people that I know I work well with and work the same way that I do. And Eddie has just always hit it off uh, with myself and my husband. So he just seemed like a natural fit. That's exciting. So we're yeah. gonna ch- and you can check that right on radio.com, right? Yep, radio.com app. It's uh, it's there. You can watch the live stream every day, which is why all this equipment is here and I moved into your studio. Uh, you can check it out the stream every single day or you can get it um, the replay anywhere you get podcasts. So Stitcher, iTunes, all of that. All right, that is exciting. So I'm going to be making sure I subscribe to that. All our viewers and listeners do as well because it's great when you talk about sports and comedy and relationships. It's oh, kind of so mixing, yeah. mixing everything that I think, listen, it's, it's and it's not just for men right was it no it's de- all it's de- real life it's real life it's real life stuff it's super fun it's ir- you don't have to be a sports fan i don't feel like to enjoy our show we do talk about sports and we know a lot about sports but we make it we present it in a way that even non-sports fans can have a good time listening to our show 
That's great. And then when you're not doing the radio show and you're not doing stand-up comedy, I always see you. Listen, I grew up loving wrestling, <laughs> so I'm such a fan of yours. I, I like geek out what you get to do. Tell me about the AEW and wrestling and your involvement and the whole concept. I think our viewers and our listeners are really going to be excited about this. So uh, right now I'm just a, I'm just a hired employee. Like I, I work for them on occasion. Like I come in as a correspondent and I do like backstage interviews or web stuff for them, but um, I'm not by any means like – in the company yet but I mean anytime that I get invited to come work for them it's always a blast um, they are doing something really different with professional wrestling and I think that they are starting for lack of a better word a revolution when it comes to how they're presenting the product to people and giving people what they want instead of the cookie cutter stuff that you've just been seeing and being spoon fed for the, over the past decade you know so um, they've got such amazing talent they've got the the people that necessarily weren't given a solid chance elsewhere you know and you've just watched those people blossom under the new spotlight and it's been really cool to see that happen for people and then it's also you know they got in people that you that you would recognize right away like uh, Jim Ross is one of the commentators and Chris Jericho is obviously our, our champion right now and um, it's a uh, it's a fun time I don't call it a job when I it go just there seems because like electric right yeah it's like I'm I'm not I'm hanging out at my hobby because I enjoy it so much. It's hard to not be a fan when I'm there because I'm like, oh, yeah, I still have to work. But it's it's an absolute blast, and I really like the product. Listen, I think you are where you are because you know how to overcome adversity. You've had a lot of challenges in the entertainment industry. Yeah. And for you to have your thick skin and just keep bouncing back, you're an inspiration to a lot of people. I don't know how, you, how you've done it and how you persevere and, and just keep grinding, but what you've been through and where you're going and what you keep doing is, is, is I clap to that. One of the things, man, one of the best pieces of advice I was given was um, to not let other people tell my story and to not look at my story as something that's going to hamstring me, but as something that's going to make me an expert at something. I've been through stuff in the entertainment industry that very few people get to go through, and I shouldn't look at it as something like as a scarlet letter. I should look at it as something that's going to empower me and to make me better at my job because I've had those experiences, you know, and I feel like they've made me tougher and stronger as a person. That's, that's some good golden nuggets right oh, there. Oh, thank you. I like that. All right, so <laughs> Do I get a hat now? I'm going to give you a hat. I'm going to give you glasses. We're going to actually okay. cut off our show. You could actually maybe see me on a sneak peek of Swings and Misses. So we're going to now oh, cut the – we're talking – the Talk Golden to Me podcast is over now. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. No, I appreciate your time. You know that. We have a lot more things to talk about. So we're going to have you back on at a later date. But I'm, now I'm it's time for, for Swings and Misses. Thanks, Great man. Gentry. We love you. Bye, baby. Bye.